Welcome to For the Love of Stories. As you may know, we left off on The Three Collectors, Part 1. And now it's time that we finish that. I have to check if I got a voice message. I really need a voice message, guys, because I'm almost at the end of the season. So, um, yeah. So I really want a voice message in our first season. If I can't, we'll probably try to get one in the second season. Um, yeah. So, um, with that, let's start the story. Facing your fear is not something that should be feared. It is something that should be accepted. So, being accepted is not always something that people are easy to do. Go to the place where you are least welcomed. Make peace. Find a clue. This was the clue that Mary had given Georgina about two hours ago. Georgina was sitting by a tree, watching the moon come into position. She knew she would have to leave soon, because when the moon finally made it, to the magnifying glass at the top of the rocks, then the entire forest would become what is known as the, as the home of the three collectors. They could give help to anyone who needed but it would be an expensive price to pay. Price that you would soon learn is not the best to give. Five more minutes, Georgina thought. She stood up, walked back to Mary. How did you get here? she asked. The soul crusher let me here. You told me that if I gave you a clue, then well I would have the chance to go to the outside world. But it wasn't him. It was his minions. No, I've never talked to him. I, I hope I never have to. Hmm. What is it like there where he is? It's horrible. It's black, night, never day. Souls align the walls, thousands of them. Giant machines that turn those souls into a liquid. The soul crushers live off of that liquid. There was a blare, like a horn. It signaled one minute before the moon would be in full position. Time for me to go, Georgina said. She stood up. She didn't want to leave Mary. With the little bit, bits of her heart that she had left, she hugged her and began to walk. Suddenly, the ground lit up. There was a crumbling and a cracking noise, and the ground split in two. The forest was now two halves. Georgina was right in the middle. She fell, holding on into the crack, the crack of the three collectors. She crawled out and it onto real ground. And that's when she saw it happening. Roots from underground of the trees were tying together and forming the body of a human. Except not a human. 
it had five arms and it had large claws and it was made entirely out of roots. It didn't have a mouth, but it had two glowing dots where the eyes could be. There was a sound of tearing as if breaking the roots off from the ground. There was a horrible roar that jumped out. It flew 50 feet into the air and landed with a smash on the ground. Mary was knocked backwards. She hit the ground with a horrible thud. Jesus turned around and saw the second one was being made. We will give you help, but there will be a price. A sound yelled. It was how the how it was how the collectors could talk. Mess with your brain. The second one flew out near Georgina. She ran backwards. It hit the ground, and she flew backwards as well. She hit the, the ground. Her ears were ringing. I'll pay the price, Mary yelled. No, Georgina said. It's okay. I'm just, um, I'm just a fake. But she was cut off by screaming. She exploded in light and turned into a tiny little glowing ball. It, was, it hadn't been Mary who Georgina had seen. It was her soul, but it looked like her. The soul crusher grabbed at it. Georgina screamed. Now she had no hope. She stood up using Lauren's trick and felt herself shoot through the ground. She felt something on her ankles. Three hands on her ankles. Ah, she yelled. Her face was being pulled as she went down farther and farther down. But they held on faster and faster until she was speeding up, up, up. It felt so weird to travel underground. She shot out the ground. The three collectors finally let go and flew off of her. The root monsters got up to look at her. We can give you a clue. If you follow our roots until the next full moon, we will guide you there. But you must be willing to pay the price. He pushed two of his claws into his head and and separated them. He didn't have a head. Give us your head and we will gladly appreciate you. I am not giving up my head the way I gave up my finger. Then she looked at her hand. Her pinky was made of roots. She remembered her first encounter with them. She had she was wandering in the forest. She gave them a pinky in exchange for a lollipop. She was much more childish then. She took out a silver knife from the folds of her cloak and cut off her ring finger. Immediately it was replaced by roots. She gave it to one of the collectors. His ring finger untied. He put it back. Again, you deceive us, said one of them. I created you. You should be happy. Yes, Georgina did create them. Each one was supposed to be a servant. One for her, one for Mary, one for Lauren. But they went berserk. 
lost their bodies and became root monsters. Georgina would visit them regularly, but would never see them until one night when she lost her pinky. Follow our roots, he said. Georgina watched as the roots untied, revealing unfinished bodies, one missing a leg and two fingers. The second had no arms and no head. And the third was the weirdest of them all. It had a floating finger, a head, and nothing else. They all sunk into the ground and immediately became roots, which twisted and turned and led on a long path, a long path that Georgina would take to get to her next clue. Come back next time for the next episode of Georgina's Witch Path to the Heart.